Should we start with our intro first? Yeah. <coughs> it's a great intro. I think we should start with you coughing. <coughs> Welcome, everybody. <coughs> you sound like that sounds like the ants on The Simpsons, mm. but are twins. Yes. <laughs> Two things. One, in the French version of The Simpsons, Marge sounds awful. It is so bad. It's like, I, that obviously doesn't make, I, it's so bad. Yeah, um, that's so funny. I never looked that up before. We watched it in one of my um, high school French classes. classes. But also <laughs> that voice I did gives me very much, did I ever tell you about uh, whenever I would take the school bus when I was younger, the, the school bus driver's name? No. Are you ready? For yeah. Nida Jean. Nina Jean, I couldn't even have guessed that. I was trying to guess. Not even. Not e- There's not a single thing you could have... Guessing nope. Nina Jean um, was probably born in 1950. But. Anyway, so welcome to an episode of Not Another Millennial Podcast. It's been a month everyone yeah it's been we're back. <laughs> we've been we've been busy but we're back uh we're ready we're in action uh i'm janae i'm Allie. Woo-hoo. um <laughs> i forgot my name for a second <laughs> it's like well, a little bit of a pause Bye. there i'm ally <laughs> question mark <laughs> hey listen we've been going through a lot the last month what have you been up to um, doing grad school interviews, which are going horribly. Okay, uh, great. Love to hear it. I shouldn't say I've just done one so far. I have a few more to go, mm-hmm. but it just went, it didn't go. I feel like I did fine. I just feel like. You're also a perfectionist. So you probably did phenomenally and you're like, I wasn't breathing soft enough. And I bet he heard me breathe, and I bet that's going to really ruin my chances. Like, that's the that's the way your mind works. I just feel like the guy was, like, very dismissive of everything I've accomplished in my past. Well, it was a man, right? <laughs> yeah. And I just felt like if it was, I felt like if it was a male student who had been a dance major and opened up his own business and then... Uh, had a successful business and then decided to be a school psychologist and went back to college and got a psych minor, the tone would be very different than me. For me, that sounded, he thought it sounded very flaky. Like I was very flaky. Starting your own successful business is flaky? He was just like, well, you've done like a lot of different things. I'm like, yeah, I was also 20 years old. (laughs) What? Do you do you want me to be less well rounded? Like, like what what ideal candidate are you looking for? <laughs> if me being successful and able to accomplish a lot of things in a small amount of time makes you uncomfortable, you little asshat. Yeah, that's basically how I felt. <laughs> okay, well fuck him. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll all take that stance, but it's just hard to see someone. Like, I feel like if that was a male, everyone would be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So much stuff. Yeah. So much stuff. It's like, yeah. But I just have to roll with it, you know? What's up with you? <laughs> um, 
I got a new job. Ooh, yeah, ooh, I officially ooh. start my new job on uh, Tuesday, actually. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very nervous. It was kind of weird because, like, like, yesterday was my last day. And, it, like, since I've been working from home for the entire time, like, I'm sure if we were in the office, it would have felt more... Final. Yeah. But, like, literally, I was just, like, I just logged off. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. And it was, like, weird. Like, I mean, obviously, my direct manager, like, said something to me. Like, we've all been really busy. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I feel very weird about, like, I don't actually feel like I'm, I've closed to that chapter of my life. And I do think it. I'm trying to keep it as a very specific chapter because so much shit happened over the last two years that I have been in that program. Like, yeah, not because of the the business that I'm working for or anything like that. Like, but it's just associated with that period in your life. Yes, yes. You know, it is what it is, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. And um, <laughs> did you see the TikTok of this woman who, um? she was approached she was a marketing director and she was approached by someone um some recruiter and was like hey we would love you look like you fit for this job and she went on their website and on on their like careers page it says we proudly have a gender pay gap of less than four percent and she was just like why do you have a pen- gender pay gap at all? Like, right. Just pay just because you're at the same level, the same amount of money. What? So she like sent them an email and was like, why would I do this? Like, what are you, what? Anyway. That's. But yeah, so. It, uh, women are equal, nay. Women are equal. Women are equal. It's fine. But anyway, so, um, so that's, that's my life. I'm, I've got a new job that I'm starting. Um, Oh, I have one. I have a big update. Um, I haven't obviously given a love life update in a while. Um, let me take a drink of wine. Um, he broke up with me about a month ago. That is not correlated to us not releasing an episode. Now that I say it out loud, it looks like I was wallowing for a month. I was there. I can attest. Everything's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, I did wallow for a few days. Like... The first night was really bad. But um, yeah, like I really thought we were going in a healthy direction. And to be fair, our breakup was healthy as well. And we like, we didn't talk for a week. And then uh, we've been talking like as friends, which I'll be honest, I, if this was anyone else but myself, I would say, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you talking to someone that you broke up with or that broke up with you even, which is even worse it's not worse. It's not either. Yeah, yeah. But like, but I did. I, I really liked um, talking to him because he was really intelligent. Like he was going to school to be a fucking astrophysicist or something with physics and skies and <laughs> something with skies. You definitely, you know, we are all smart in different ways, but your previous uh, kind of romantic relationships have maybe not been at the level that you are at. Not at all. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not saying the people I've hooked up with are dumb, although they are a lot of times. 
So we're we're friends. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I haven't got back into the dating life. It's okay. Yet. I feel like every time I date someone, which makes sense, like after I meet someone on normally on a dating app or whatever, and then it ends, I normally take like a at least a month. I think that's good just to get yourself, you know, spend time with yourself again, get yourself back in your groove. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like so annoying to be on dating apps. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like it's fine, but it's it's not what I want to be doing. It's just time consuming, I feel like. I feel like when I was on them and like I really shouldn't complain because I was on them for such a short amount of time. And it was a pandemic, so like I had nothing else to do, but um uh it was like time consuming and it is like talking to a lot of shitty people, which is draining. So many shitty people. And it I also think at this point like, I mean, I've said this in so many episodes. I've said this to so many people that I'm sure people are sick of, like, hearing me say it. But fuck it. I don't care. Um, I mean, I've been single at this point for 10 years. Like, well, I would say, like, on and off. Well, yeah. Let me let me preface that. I have been officially single for 10 right. years. I have not been in a committed relationship with a single person since I broke up with my high school boyfriend. Shout out, Ryan. Actually... His, I mean, his mom and his family still talk to me. Like, yeah, he's a nice guy. Very, very nice. Like, his mom still sends me, like, Facebook happy birthdays. Yeah. It's, that, that's who wishes me happy birthday on Facebook are my friends' moms. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what. Everyone else has collectively agreed to just, like, put that away. I'll send you a happy birthday on Snapchat. A text I, message, a, a call. A text message is fine. Yeah. I do not need to put it on your Facebook wall. Yeah, totally. Anyway. <laughs> Facebook is for arguing about politics. Doesn't anybody know? And finding out who's pregnant. Yes. Like, that's the only... That is all that Facebook is good for. Finding out who's pregnant, seeing what the responses of people arguing for the stupidest shit. And also, um, depending on where you live, I'm sure every place has a specific niche of people. Um, they just need to keep tabs on. Yeah, or <laughs> they, just, they always also like to air everything out. Like, I haven't deleted my Facebook because, well, one, like, I don't live at home anymore, so it's a great way for me to catch up. Oh, another thing, content warning, um, when people die. Yeah. It is good. It's it's like the new uh, obit section of the newspaper. Right. Like because like none of us read a newspaper, not especially not our local newspaper from no. where, especially, I mean, I guess if you're from New York, maybe you read the New York Times or whatever, but like we're from nowhere. So we're not going to read the fucking. The Athens Messenger. <laughs> yeah. Or the Times Recorder. <laughs> paper. The, the Daily Sentinel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Wait, I have something to tell you. Yeah, whenever you send me a Snapchat of you driving in the car, I immediately have a flashback of the time I was with you in the car on the way to your parents' house. And, like, Janae's parents live, like, out in the country, kind of. So, like, um, Janae was really used to this, but I wasn't used to this. I lived in the middle of nowhere, but it was, like, a town, not, like, out in the country. I lived, lived, like, 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 my high school was beside a hayfield. 
and a farm. Right, right, right. Like, like you guys were kind of out there, like more than I was. Yeah. And um, a dog like ran really close to Janae's car. And I started having a panic attack and screaming really, 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 really loud. And Janae just like didn't even flinch. She just like kept driving. And she was like, you good? <laughs> and like I'll every time honest. you send me a Snapchat in the car, I'm like. <laughs> I'll be honest. Until this moment, I didn't know how much of an impact that moment had on you. I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't realize that was a legitimate panic attack. I thought you were just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I really thought you were going to murder a dog. I am so sorry that I didn't react better because I was just like. (laughs) It was weird, but it was just so normal to you. Yeah. There was a specific area. um, I think we were on this back curvy dirt road specifically. Yes, we were. We were. And um, there was this area, this, and this corner, there was a a trailer that has a bunch of dogs that are just out. And also a bunch of free-range chickens. Yes. And so, like, coming around that corner, like, you never know if there's going to be, like, a rooster or a dog. Like, the dogs will always chase you, though, because, like, I don't think their owners pay attention to that. I literally think they're just outside all day long, all night long. They get they probably get food and water, and that's probably it. And so that's their version of chasing the mailman, is just chasing the one of every two cars that comes down an hour yeah and you just knew that so it just didn't phase you like I just (laughs) learning curve for me yeah yeah I can see that um I will say too like now when I go back I'm definitely a a lot more nervous of shit like that well because like I don't deal with it every day I was gonna say you're just not used to it because Cincinnati's so much more metropolitan than although where I live like I saw a coyote the other morning. Really? And I also saw, like, there's a deer that specifically lives, like, down the street. I see it and its two little babies all the time. It's, it's very polite. It knows to wait. So it, so it will stop. And the babies, nor- like, follow along normally. That's um, so cute. But, like, every everyone that, like, is in the neighbor neighborhood that drives through there, like, we all know it's probably there. Yeah. Did you see the video of the woman? There was a guys. We're from a part of the world where deer are just so uh, invasive that they're everywhere. Prevalent. Um, but a deer got into a Walmart, and then a Walmart employee just like tackled it and held it down so that they could move it out. Like she's like laying on top of the deer, like in her little Walmart vest, just like why didn't she? It down. I mean, it's a full size deer. It's probably heavy. I yeah. was like, why didn't she just pick it up like a dog? Like, pick it up by the legs. and um, I think she just, I think it was probably just, like, panic. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, they are, like, sweet, but I have I have two things. One, I didn't, well, actually, three things. One, I didn't know we were going to go off on a deer tangent, but here we are. <laughs> two, the other day I was on a call. Like, this is corporate America. My boss's boss, my manager's boss. Um, she was like, I don't even know what we were talking about, but it was relatively important. And she just like <laughs> gets this panic look, look over her face. And to preface this, like her, her basement, she works in her basement and there's like yeah. a walkout so she can see her yard. Oh yeah. And she got, she goes, hold on. And just turns her camera and her mic off and just runs. And we were, everyone was like, <laughs> 
she getting burglarized? Like what? She happened? comes back and is like, "Sorry, guys, a deer was attacking my dogs." Holy fuck! What? Um, that's wild. Are her dogs okay? Yeah, I remember when I was in middle school or high school. Um, there our our hospital had those sliding glass doors, so if anyone walked up to one, it would open. Those double doors would like open. Uh-huh. And so a deer. A, I mean, a deer off. is the at least weighs a small child's weight. So a deer just ran up to one, both the double doors open, and there was a deer loose in the hospital. If there's one place I don't want a deer, it's a hospital. <laughs> Everyone was like on lockdown. Like, it was crazy. The new version of a bull in China shop is a deer in a hospital. Slightly less aggressive, but still not good. Also, this is the last thing I'll say, and then we can move on from this. I still have one more deer comment, but you can finish. <laughs> okay. And then one time when I was in high school, this isn't a deer comment, but hmm. one time when I was in high school, a raccoon got into the school and they found it in a urinal. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that that leads me to two comments. First, uh, my deer comment. Um, one of my best friends still to this day, we've, his family had like exotic animals and for a long time they had, not a long time, but for a while they had an indoor deer and it was really cute, but it would poop on the kitchen floor a lot. I remember that. Um, are they still allowed to have those animals or is that? Um, it depends. Actually, this, this is a fantastic transition into what I was about to talk to you about. Um, they, cause like they had a, it's like an indoor bobcat was one of the animals they had. That was yeah. one of the funnest things. They had a whole, they had like a Cotamundi, which is like a South American raccoon type thing. Very cute. Very sweet. I mean, my my dad's family had a, like a- You had a wolf. Yeah. Wolfie. 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 <laughs> oh, Wolfie. Wolfie, you um, thought he was a chihuahua, but- <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, like, they had all these exotic animals, like, right. it's very right. cute. I saw an elk in the Grand Canyon while I was naked. It was right outside of our hotel window. That sounds majestic. And I was just, like, but, like, I was shirtless, so, like, boobies were out, but hey. I was just really excited to see an elk. The elk doesn't care. The elk is also naked. The elk is naked. Um, but anyway, so, but they were allowed to have them, but yeah. they couldn't have them um, after the whole incident. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't think people really realize how common it was for like people from where we're from to like rescue animals like that. Yeah. Like it's I like, knew really someone common. that just had a bear. Yeah. They called it cinnamon, also known as cinny. But then the like <laughs> county took it away. It was like a big deal. That was, I was in on that Facebook drama. Yeah. It's like a very common thing to do and kind of like uh Appalachian culture mm-hmm. uh rescue is probably a loose term rescue is a loose term but it's not it's also not like tiger king style that people were like running zeus they they're it's I'm, we're not saying it's right but it's like those people's pets and like they do take care of them and yeah, yeah. they're not trying to make money off of these pets they're literally yeah. like caring for them which is like Another moral issue, but beside the fact for what we're talking about now. Anyway, like a lot of a lot of people like find them. They're like driving back in the country, and they find them like hid on the side as of the a, road, or as a baby. They wait. Yeah. There's no mother around. Yeah. Um, and normally, everyone like where we're from, like has like an acre of land. Yeah, least, there's like, there's land and all that shit. 
Um, but should we get into today's topic? <laughs> we really went off on an animal tangent, and I wasn't expecting that. But um, maybe we should do a new another podcast that's like exploring Appalachia. <laughs> I have so many podcast ideas; it's ridiculous. I want to do a podcast where we watch, uh, like, old MTV dating shows or VH1 dating shows. Yes, I'm so Wouldn't down. that be funny? Anyway, but actually, talking about famous people, yes, there has been a lot of millennial millennial specific news. Specific, like, do you consider us millennials because we're kind of like in a weird in between? Yeah, well, we officially are millennials for sure. We're definitely the younger millennials because I, sometimes they put Gen Z like the, the overlaps sometimes. Yeah, so in that overlap category of I, I, I typically think of we're like millennials. Um, that's exactly where I was going. I was going to say <laughs> ninety late ninety four, yeah, to mid to late ninety six. I would say maybe even 97, I would say are zillennials yeah. because very much the mix of in between. But I would also say similar on the opposite side of millennials, the older millennials are pretty much that upper generation. Like right, exactly. So, so yeah, I would I would say I, I, I identify more with the millennial side of it just because... Um, when we're talking about this, like our topics today, full hardcore millennial topic: Britney Spears, Drake and Josh, and the iCarly reboot. Um, but I also feel like that's a Gen Z thing, like especially the iCarly, the Drake Bell, the Britney is more of a millennial phenomenon. Yeah, I guess I I also don't really know what like people three years younger than me. Granted. One of my best friends is three years younger than I am, but yeah. she's very mature and like she's very she's into like the royals and stuff. Her her tastes are much higher than mine are. So yeah, I'm like, trash. yeah, like I'm I'm trash. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we're gonna be talking about a lot of breaking ish. I guess it's like a, a week or two ago at this point. By the time this comes out, um news for the millennial side of things should we, should we start with maybe drake bell and end with britney i feel like britney's the real britney's, britney's the heavy hitter so yeah, yeah. let's let's so start with drake bell should i pull up a synopsis of what's going on with drake bell please do read it please do because if we try to give a synopsis we're going to go off on a tangent and we're already 45 minutes into recording this okay. and we haven't even started our main topic which is fine because yeah, it's a great we just have it, this a lot is, to edit out. But, this is how yeah. Allie and I h- hang out. <laughs> so I, I don't mind when we go long. Okay, so this is from the Toronto Sun. Um, the headline is Troubled actor Drake Bell has secret family. I just got a text message from Pac Sun. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pac Sun is still around? Um we can go into this later. Okay. <laughs> This is kind of a long story. Okay. Um, um, so Drake, Bill. Well, I didn't realize this part. Wait, did you say secret family in the headline? This is from the Toronto Sun from two days ago. Okay. Um, 
Drake, actor Drake Bell has been secretly married for almost three years and has a baby. Fans were shocked to see photos of the Drake and Josh star kissing a mystery woman and carrying a baby at Disneyland in California last week. And now he has revealed all in a tweet explaining he's married and a dad. In response to the various rumors that are incorrect, I have been married for almost three years and we are blessed to be the parents of a wonderful son, he wrote. Thank you very much for all my fans around the world for your good wishes. This, of course, comes after um, police in Cleveland, Ohio, took the star into custody on June 3rd and he has since entered a plea deal. Yeah. His sentencing is scheduled for July 12th when he may receive a jail term ranging from six months to two years and a hefty fine. Um, the charges were not, they were bad. Pleaded guilty to felony attempted child endangerment of a 15 year old, as well as a misdemeanor charge of disseminating matter harmful to juveniles relating to an incident dating back to December 2017. Doesn't um, that say, well, I'll let you finish the yeah, article. That's, that's, that's pretty much the synopsis. I mean, I skipped a few things, but, um, that's pretty much what's going on. Um, I have heard this because I am trash and watch all these gossip YouTube channels of Love it. people who do the deep dives and people submit like screenshots and stuff from Twitter and Instagram. Someone, someone has to do it. Someone has yeah, to do so, it. Yeah. So like I've heard this rumor for like a, a little while now. Um, mm-hmm. And like he does give me like creepy vibes. Yeah. It's interesting because, well, one, the first Drake we knew, you know, whenever Drake, the rapper, came out at at Aubrey Graham, I remember seeing his first music video on Noggin after a Degrassi episode. Dude, Noggin. Noggin. There was so, so much wrapped up in that sentence. But um, do you ever watch the show Queen Bees on Noggin? I don't. Wait. It was a reality show where they were trying to make mean girls into like nice girls that were yes. so like. <sighs> anyway. Yes. Oh my god! Throwback. Throwback. Can we bring back Noggin? Noggin. But like, update the shows for what I would like now. Anyway, <laughs> Degrassi season a hundred and ten. <laughs> Degrassi. The next, 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 next generation. <laughs> grassy grandparents <laughs> anyway it's just like desperate housewives mixed with degrassi drama <laughs> yeah i mean you can follow our trends like mm. so wait so far back <laughs> so far um but like i don't know specifically what he did but i was pretty sure it was like rape charges Right, I think a lot like, of it was engaging with underage girls. Yeah. And, um, porno, porn, I think he pornography slash, slash kind of like sexting with underage girls. Yeah, like I think he sent his nudes to like a 15 year old. Yeah. So yeah. like. Let's see if I can. I'm pretty sure there were like screenshots of conversations. Also, um, if I remember right. And I do not support uh, the unsolicited dick pic. D- uh, not the uh, yeah, of course not the unsolicited <laughs> dick pic, but also the un uh, not I guess it's not unsolicited, but the un uh, the people who get their accounts hacked and their 
nudes get leaked. Obviously not pro that, but I would be lying if I said I didn't look at them every time they came out. So um, I think Drake ha- Drake Bell had some nudes that were released. I think it was a mirror selfie. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. I'm looking at a screenshot right now, um, and this isn't from one of his mm-hmm. conversations, but it says, Hi there, thank you for speaking out about Drake Bell. I can pers- personally confirm he had sex with a friend of mine who was 15 years old when he was 20. I sent him this message two years ago. I can't see the message, but it's like a screenshot of a message. Mm-hmm. Remember- at least at the time, he I, I say at least with like hella asterisks around it, but like at least he was only 20 at the time. Like it's a lot less weird than if it was. I was thinking this was like recent. I think there is recent stuff too. Oh, great. Okay. And I think a past girlfriend has come out and said um, like he was very abusive. Mm. Uh, she like came out on TikTok. Oh my god, that must be the like the most embarrassing thing you can do. Oh, uh, following Drake Bell's recent charges, people are revisiting abuse allegations made by his ex girlfriend Melissa Lingafelt in 2020. Okay, I do remember when that came out last year because I feel like he was canceled last year and then everyone was just like, wait, what the fuck? And then he got these charges and I feel like it's been a downhill slope. Um, Specific details surrounding the relationship are unclear, but Melissa was only 16 years old at the time. Um. She posted a series of TikTok videos under her stage name, um... She alleged that he verbally and physically abused her. However, he, of course, denies the claims. I I mean, they obviously don't have morals. So what would make them say, like, yeah, you're right. It was me. Right. I feel like, you know, like you said, it doesn't excuse, you know, maybe the the 16 to 20 year old. Yeah. But it's like obviously a pattern of abuse for him. Yeah. bare minimum a pattern of grooming like whether or not he like did anything with them if he was talking to these girls like that's weird as fuck yeah what's even worse is that i remember being that 15 year old girl thinking like oh my god this older man wants to date me i actually i remember i I mean it's been somewhat normalized in our society it's like when we were 15 it was quite normal now it's considered a little less normal um but when we were younger it was pretty normal i i remember i was um 12 specifically and i um was hanging out with someone who was like basically my age yeah i think was like maybe a year maybe two older than me but like we were on the same teams and stuff yeah and um their boyfriend they were in this weird like religious thing where they weren't allowed to like talk to people of the other sex if their parents weren't around basically it was one of those like crazy things so obviously they were like off the deep end like that's a chain chain smoking cigarettes by 10 yeah like i was friends with this person from like 9 to 12 and they smoked cigarettes the entire time i knew them that's wild yeah 
Which is also why I I fully believe that I won't. I'm not a peer pressure person because like I never. I still to this day never smoked a cigarette. Well, I also think peer pressure is, like, very different than people. No one's like, please take my drugs and my expenses. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying where people, because she she would ask me all the time and be like, well, why aren't you doing, like, this is, blah. But you also weren't from a household where you were super restricted. So, like, it was like, I wasn't. I I also (laughs) had an older sister who was going through the process of trying to stop smoking. Right. I I actually remember the thing that made me this is so funny and ridiculous that I, I I didn't even realize that this is like what it was. My sister used to have this beautiful coat and now that I'm thinking about it it was hideous but I loved it. You loved it. It was like this yellowy orange leather-ish faux suede not no it was probably suede it was like you know when it's like that leather it's soft and it has a little bit of the fabric on it i remember those being so popular that like suede looks suede yeah yes. colored okay. suede yeah and then and then to make it worse it was trimmed with um not sherpa but basically sherpa yeah. It was white on the inside and uh with the just full like fur lining, fur asterisk asterisk. And yeah, then yeah. and then on the back there was a basically that same material that was on the inside. It went down the back and it made like a grid pattern. Uh-huh, I so, remember this. So I it was like and it was trench coat length. I think those are gonna come back this year because of the, the way the trends are going, I can absolutely see that. Not in that color, but if that was in a baby pink, yeah. people would lose their shit. Yeah. But um, so I remember that, and I remember that being her favorite coat. And I um she was trying to stop smoking and mm-hmm. she had to throw it out because it was so smoky, so covered in that smell. And she was, I I remember like she wasn't even like talking to me about anything like or like she wasn't trying to instill a a lesson or anything but you just Um, noticed that it happened she was literally just like i really don't want to throw this coat away but i have to yeah and i i like watched her go through that like wow this like really sucks like i don't want to do this i I, like and i saw her i saw her go through that and i think that was when i was just like i never want to be in that situation totally totally but how old was she uh 18 she started smoking cigarettes i think at 16 well because in in the this the breadth that my parents let me do stuff they didn't let my sister and i think they saw how much that backfired and they were like whoa yeah totally i mean yeah but anyway (laughs) i don't remember where we were going drugs i feel like i feel like wait I, i do remember where i was going sorry when I was 12 years old, my friend who was smoking cigarettes, which is where yeah. we got derailed, um, she was dating this guy who – she was 13. He was 15. So a, less less weird, although those two age differences are very different, a lot less weird. Yeah. She introduced me to his older cousin who was 17. And he – asked for my number 
and I gave it to him and he would call me at 10 p.m. Uh, like or not at 10 p.m. I would call him like late at night. This only happened for like a month, but I would I would call him late at night and he he we would like just talk whatever. But I thought I was just like so adult like an uh, someone who's 17 years old like a junior in high school wants to talk to me a sixth grader when you say it like that that's really fucking weird but at the time I just thought I was maturing and I was just and to be fair I probably was having the same like level of conversations that people his age were yeah I I, uh so like yeah it was very normalized for us I understand being in that position as a 15 year old and like thinking at one point like oh my god I'm so adult this is great they like me but then like basically in the same breath I knew in my heart like this is weird but I am props to my mom yeah like your mom's a great mom and someone that if if anything's going wrong I know I can talk to her but I remember she caught me talking to him one night at like 11 p.m Mm -hmm. and she was like who is this guy and I was like, oh, it's like my cousin. He, she was like, how? Because his voice was obviously deep. old. It was yeah. deep. Like it, it was not a 12-year-old boy's voice. It wasn't yeah. a 14-year-old boy's voice. Yeah. And she was like, how old is he? And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And she was like, how old is he? And I was like, 17. She was like, never speak to that guy again. Like, yeah. and, and at the time, I didn't realize it. So I would hide it. Yeah. And I had a, a phone, a landline right outside my bedroom door. And so what I would do is I would go, um, I would un, and because my bedroom door was right by my parents' door. Yeah. I would unplug that landline and I would go downstairs and I would call them from that one. So my parents wouldn't know if they picked up the phone, it was just blank. Granted, it wasn't a dial tone. Yeah, totally. But sneaky. like. Sneaky, sneaky, dude. Oh, I was bad. But anyway, like shout out to my mom because after she like got so mad at me. I remember being like, ah, this is kind of weird. And then I met him at the fair. I met him at the county fair. In the sheep barn. I'm not kidding you. I No way. I I can vividly see this in my mind. Um, And it was very awkward. And I remember just being like, this is weird. Anyway. That is weird, but... That's a good story, but that's, that's, that's how it was though. Mm-hmm. Also, sorry. I'm, I'm definitely, definitely starting to get drunk. I'm like three quarters of a bottle of wine in the last hour that we've been talking. It's been great. Okay. All right. But I feel like this brings us to how do you feel about the iCarly reboot? Because I have a lot of feelings about it and I've done a lot of research on it. So tell me where I- you are. I love that you've done research because I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but I'm really excited to. I haven't watched it either, but I liked iCarly. I loved iCarly as a child. And of the clips I have seen, I think that they have done something that I haven't necessarily seen other shows from our time do yet, which is do a reboot for the same age group of the people at the time. So like they tried to reboot Boy Meets World into Girl Meets World, but they kept it at the same generation level. Yeah. So the people who have that like connection to Boy Meets World 
if they have children, like maybe I can see them say like watching it. And like, I I'm sure like, I mean, I watch like Phineas and Ferb and children's shows all the time, but like, I don't know. I just feel like they, they took it in a direction that I like a lot better of like, now they curse and they talk about being a wedding hookup or being drunk. Uh, Like, you know, I, I do appreciate that. Um, but I haven't got a chance to see it yet. And I, I do love if Paramount Plus, I love that because I love Paramount also, Plus. I love I'm Paramount ready. Plus and Discovery Plus. I'm not going to lie. I canceled Netflix and Hulu because I spend so Both. much time. I spend so much time on Discovery Plus and on Dis- uh, Paramount Plus because like basically all I was watching was Food Network HGTV and drag content anyway. So the like I what else? Oh, and murder stuff and ghost stuff. Discovery Channel knows what I need. Discovery Channel has everything I need when I'm drunk and when I'm high. Do I want to watch animals in the ocean? Awesome. Yes. Got it. Do I want to be scared? Got it. Do I want to learn about something? On it. Food? Great. Nikai, I've mentioned this before. I didn't grow up with cable. Right. And um, I have gotten him hooked on Are You Afraid of the Dark on Paramount Plus. Top, top notch. Top notch. And he, uh, he's enjoying it. Oh, I'm so happy for him. I wish, I wish I could enjoy that. Like, to be able I'm to enjoy it. it. To be able to enjoy a show that you love for the first time again. Like, Wow. He was like, I can't believe this was a, was on cable. I'm like, yeah, dude, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. You should have been there. It was awesome. Um, yeah. But about the iCarly reboot, I'm not going to wa- – I don't know if I'm going to watch it, and here's why. Interested. Okay. Um, One of the original cast members who played Sam. Sam – Cat. Um, Cat. No, Cat was her other. Cat was Jeanette, her with Ariana Jeanette Brown. McCurdy. Yeah, Jeanette McCurdy. Um, mm-hmm. it's very obviously she was abused by the director of the show, which uh, a a lot of the Nickelodeon Disney it, that's come out have been. Yeah, that's the theory uh, about Amanda Bynes. Um, mm-hmm. he was given a pretty generous payout to leave the network. Yeah, man, it pays to be a rich white man. Um, and if you look back at some of those old iCarly episodes, um, there's questionable all the things that he would stuff. make them do with their feet and i mean when ariana grande came on and had her show like she was doing a lot of questionable things um it is interesting because i think that i i feel like i can remember a very distinct cutoff when i stopped watching those shows because yeah. i feel like after um Jamie Lynn Spears got pregnant and broke up Zoe 101. I just kind of stopped. That's when I moved over to like Next and MTV and VH1. That's when I moved over to Parental Control and Next and, um, you know, Shot of Love with Tila Tequila. Yeah. All all those shows. All those other problematic All those other shows. ones with issues. Um, That's when I moved over there. I'm. I haven't looked this up, but is Dan Schneider still the producer of the reboot? 
I don't think he is associated no, with it. No, I don't think they would let him. Because I remember Miranda Crosgrove didn't go to the Nickelodeon Awards, um, right? Yeah, I think, like... Because of Jeanette McCurdy's allegations against him. Yeah, and I think that might have been part... Yeah, they have two new producers. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, maybe I will watch yeah, it. okay, good. Um, I just know... I just know she did, wasn't going to come back, but yes. maybe it's just her associations with the show in general. It's just she too much. She quit acting entirely. Yeah, because she's doing, like, comedy and, like, writing and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, I saw one of her things yeah. that was, like, because people have obviously have asked her, like, well, why didn't you come back? And she was like, I can't. Like, I, yeah. I feel so bad for her because, like, you can't tell in those they I, I think that's very common with any like child actor or anyone who goes through this honestly like they're hiding it as best they can like they're embarrassed of it yeah. from the very beginning so and, and whenever it comes out i always and i think everyone does feels so feels so bad for them because like holy shit dude that the pressure because one now you have to relive it just bare minimum you have to yeah. relive it but now fuck yeah. yeah but it's super sad i know um and normally backfires. so jeanette mccurdy <laughs> we wish you the best we hope that you are doing totally. and i am so glad that you uh stood up and said no because if i were in your position i probably would have done it out of i i like that in the beginning of the episode i said i'm good at pre- or not at the middle of the episode at this point i said that i was good at peer pressure by not smoking cigarettes and now i'm saying that i would not be good at peer pressure because i would go back on a show if people asked me to go well it's like the continuum like it's like two very different things you know and do you want to know something kind of funny <laughs> but also embarrassing that i kind of forgot that i did until what? just now when when i was what? like I would say 12 to 15 I would Google when um, when Disney or Nickelodeon shows were having auditions and I would I would look up like when they were and where they were and like the closest one and I never got the guts to ask my mom to take me but I, yeah. I always well, wanted to. Familiar. I I had a couple friends at that time too who were in a model agency in Columbus. I knew someone and who did that. I think I, I assume it's the exact same one, probably. 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 I'm sure it was kind of a pay to play situation. A thousand percent, it was. But uh, <laughs> um, should we move into our our big our our heavy hitter, our Brittany? Yes, please. Because I have been so excited to talk to you about this. Like we, uh, even after it came out, I have specifically not talked to you about this because I knew that we would talk about it on an episode at some point, and I want fresh reactions for this. So should I just start from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and read it, just in case. I mean, I have a feeling that the people who are listening to this probably know, but on the chance that you don't. Yes. So she has been in a conservatorship. Um, There are two parties. Mm -hmm. Well, there were. um, 
her father being one of them, and then a kind of wealth management company, right? Like to the other. I think so. Um, and then Brittany has she has petitioned to be removed from the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. They've basically held her hostage, um, been making her perform without breaks, mm-hmm. um, putting her in involuntary treatment. Um, Telling her multiple- that she can't remove her IUD. Yeah, she can't remove her IUD. That, I think, was um, the most shocking thing that I heard in that entire... That that I that one, like, made me disgusted. Um, if she doesn't comply, that... Uh, they basically have a deal with uh, very unethical therapists who are, will put her on lithium or up her medication mm-hmm. dosages, even though she said she's been on the same medication for years and it works for and her. And has said that the lithium makes her feel not good. Yeah. And then uh, after that, they sent a bunch of people to her home to monitor her so that they could basically keep her super drugged and out of it without um, her having just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. I think if you have to be monitored by six people, it's probably not the right medication. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's not the right whatever. Um, someone who uh, studies the field <laughs> can say that quite honestly. Yeah, like I'm saying that from like a what the fuck. You're saying that from like not a clinical, but yeah. pseudo-clinical standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. A semi, not um, pseudo, a semi-clinical, I feel like is no, a better, because it's not yeah. false clim- chemi- chemical. I mean, I can't say that as like a, a psychologist. You're not a but licensed a practitioner, but yeah. with your experience, yikes. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Um, basically, it seems that she's being held hostage, and anytime she doesn't comply, she's punished with either medication excessive amounts of therapy or she's put in a residential um, therapy place where she's been forced to uh, change without a door on her room. She's constantly monitored. I can't imagine after her situation with, I just can't imagine a therapeutic facility after her situation with paparazzi her whole life. So, so degrading. Saying that would be helpful to her mental health. So, um, and what's probably most fucked up about her whole situation is she ha- she has a court-appointed attorney, yeah. and she's paying for her father's attorney in this trial. It, she's paying for everything. It doesn't... She's paying it, for all the therapy that she's being forced into, all the residential stays. Um, everything. It's, like, shocking. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she appeared before a judge and she pled her case and the judge denied her uh, her right to end the conservatorship. And yeah. um, the good news is the other institution that was the dual participant in the conservatorship has stepped back and say, it said we will no longer participate. So now she's just in a case against her father. But Okay, so that was the, the quick synopsis. So, um, as someone who dressed up as Britney Spears for Halloween once, what are your thoughts? I mean, <laughs> I think that was a great Halloween costume, but, um, I think that this is obviously, um, her father and her family's mm-hmm. want to control her wealth and her money. 
and um, her ability to make money. Obviously, if she decides to have another baby, she's not going to be on tour and performing in Vegas every weekend. And um, I think that, you know, she did have a little maybe mental health blip in her past. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people have a little mental health blip in their I past. I think I would be more concerned if she didn't. Like think, thinking back to all the stuff that she had to go through, what sane person wouldn't have broke? We talk about this all the time in psychology. Uh-huh. Um, what's considered an abnormal reaction mm-hmm. uh, or an abnormal mental state? Mm-hmm. Because it's very subjective. And if you think about of some of someone who's been through something very traumatic or under high levels of pressure and stress for long periods of time, um, it's normal to have an abnormal mental state. It almost yeah. it, it moves it moves so far it would be almost abnormal if you were to have that much resiliency. If you were able to hold off emotional like destruction that long. I would think you're a psychopath because then you obviously aren't feeling your emotions. Like you're, you're either suppressing it to such an extent or like, like at least she was feeling, uh, do I think that throwing an umbrella into a car is the best way? But what's even worse is now like looking back. But it's also not normal for people to be fucking surrounding you with flashlights. And I had never, ever considered what it was like from her perspective. I think that as a whole, that is something our, our country has never really done is thought about um, people in general. It's, it's always been about how to best get yourself into... Uh, the highest position of power, the highest position of wealth, the highest whatever it is, right. the, the highest anything. And I think that in that we got to a peak where we cared so little about what other people were going through. If it made us like, oh, we loved it. And I think we're finally coming back down the slope where we're like, why are we like subjugating so many people to such ridiculous standards so for someone to be considered um to have an abnormal mental state there has to be a level of dysfunction distress and deviance so it has to be like a high level of one or somewhere all three um and i would say if you're she obviously currently has distress but i would say that's mostly from being Mm -hmm. yeah lockdown and captive minor detail but she doesn't have dysfunction or deviance because she's obviously performing at such a high level um even considering that she's being drugged she's kind of held captive she's under high levels of distress Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have levels of deviance you know she's not drunk driving she's not substance abuse user um no like you never see her so i mean like for this to be happening is you know and that's pretty much like textbook 101 like abnormal psych yeah i was going to say that seems like relatively general but pretty yeah. much but like fits. that's kind of that's kind of like and when we're looking at a conservatorship like we have to start at square one like right because well if we're at the point of conservatorship that means that they are um there should be 
probably high levels of all three. Yeah. Well, what's what's also really upsetting to me, I'm really – and I, I – it really is sad because when I think back, like, I went to um, – my friend and I went to a Britney Spears show with his mom. Um, his mom is phenomenal. Love her. Yes. With, with his mom in um, like Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I think it was Fort Lauderdale specifically. Yeah. And um, well, to be fair, I the videos that I have on my Snapchat memories of us there. Horrendous. Lovely, but horrendous. <laughs> If I ever die, I want to have a separate funeral where you can show all the the ridiculous pictures. Like, I don't want my parents to see that, but I I want you guys to remember me as I as I was. Yeah. Like, I I need you to remember me in my true form. Yeah, totally. No problem. We'll do it. We'll like rent out a bar and have them like If you don't, I'm going to haunt you (laughs) so hard. Each and every one of you. (laughs) We'll have a kegger, don't worry. There will be keg stands. Good. (laughs) And dollar shot bars. If there's not jello shots and keg stands at my funeral and and edibles and pre-rolled blunts for everyone. If you cannot smoke weed in the venue... I don't, haunted. I don't want it. You're getting haunted. <laughs> anyway, um, Brittany, I lost my train of thought again, but I just cannot like, it, it's so hard for me to like, I don't, I keep, I feel like I keep centering this around myself and I don't want to do that because it's obviously but she not. It's kind of like, she is this person that marks a time in your life. I, yeah, I think that's why it's so weird is because uh, granted I knew I was never going to be this rich and famous but her entire shtick for the beginning of her career was being the girl next door the girl that anyone could aspire to be you know if you uh, whatever if you got good grades and you did this that was the image that they were portraying and also, I remember like I'll have to remember like she was an employee of a record label like she was a record label when they are admittedly probably at their most manipulative. Yeah, because she was young. Uh mm-hmm. and from an I I don't think they were poor, but I don't think they really were wealthy yeah. either. Yeah, I don't think they were. Um and her I mean I also do you remember that perform the performance that was like her comeback after she went kind of crazy? I went back and watched that. And it's yeah, not that bad. It was not that bad. Was, like, is, are you talking about the MTV one? Yeah, and where everyone thought she was fat. Like, yes. Looking back, I remember at the time I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that was so bad. Awful. Was awful. I I was part of that. Yeah, like, and that's what's so crazy for me to think about is like. I remember being the most judgmental person until basically three years. Or actually, no, I would say I was judgmental. I I forget that quarantine happened. Anything that happened in the last two years, I just add three to it because I just, whatever. Whatever. Um, 
Until five years ago, I was a judgmental, people don't like this word, cunt. I was a cunt. And yeah. I admit that about myself. Would I have wanted to be my friend? No. Thank you to you and all of the other people who were my friends through this because I was probably a judgmental bitch. I think you're being hard on yourself because I think as a society, we're getting less judgmental and everyone was a little judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, but For like sure. looking back at that performance, like she had just had a kid, had a mental breakdown. Literally had just had a kid. Yeah. Like she is like very thin. For <laughs> what it was. Like what else could she have done? Considering like how probably heavily medicated they had her. Like, yeah, of course, she's not going to look like how she performed before because she's probably on the wrong medication. Thank you for saying that. That sparked my memory of of what I was going to say. Went to her concert in um, with his mom. Yeah. I think in 2018, maybe 2019. She was she was doing her tour. And it's really. Is this the circus tour? I honestly. Later. I don't even remember what it was. Um, I'm sure I can look back in my whole, I can look in my Snapchat memories and find where we were. Yeah, anyway, it's okay. You I, can see it though before you lose it. I'm sure. Thank you. We both, the only thing that we really remember sticking out, and like I said, great, we were drunk, so maybe it was better than we're giving it credit for. Yeah. But we both, and his mom, who was not drunk because she was our DD said, well, that was like a really boring performance because you could tell she was uh, forgetting choreography because what she would do is um, anytime she would forget a step, she would do this, this Uh little hand thing. Yeah. Pull her ponytail and go into a next step. Yeah. So it would look like she's fixing her hair, but it's really like a, oh shit, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like it, I don't want to toot my own horn, but like for someone who has never like performed before, granted, I was only a cheerleader. I know what having those moments of like, oh, shit, yeah. I do not remember a single thing of what I was doing. Let me look like it makes sense. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, so yeah. um, that was like the main thing we talked about. But then when we're talking about this conservatorship and reading through the transcript, she specifically mentions that tour and how she was doing it sick and didn't like couldn't even feel like she could be there and thought she was going to pass out. And so yeah. now I'm looking back and I'm like, I thought she was like being lackluster because of what I was expecting. And a normal person would cancel because exactly normally they would cancel. But instead they made her for what she was going through. That was a great performance. I mean, she was going through the air. At least, like, she would do stuff. It was just the movements she was doing were not, and you could tell because her dancers were going at 100%. You could tell what it was supposed to look like. Ugh. But when you just, like, tote them around like they're a fucking show pony for years on end, like, it's like no fucking shit. And she she's basically said, like, I was forced to go from Vegas to tour, from Vegas to tour, rehearsal, Vegas tour, rehearsal, Vegas tour, mm-hmm. to keep pumping this money in 
so that she could pay for everybody and everything. Like because no. what it's since her breakdown in uh oh seven. I think it was like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, around like, that time. Her head and mid mid thousands, less than the tens. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I. Uh... I'm thinking about if that would happen to the, the today's equivalent of Britney Spears is probably Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Like what if that would happen to her? Also a crazy thing that's uh, uh, happening to, I think a lot of millennials is this weird position of, I love Justin Timberlake. And now I'm, Oh fuck. He's an asshole. He is an asshole. I'm, I'm very glad he apologized. As someone who was also like in that time frame, granted, he was probably a lot closer and maybe, maybe, I don't know, knew a little bit more of what was like actually going on. But all of the tabloids at the time were so pro-Justin and anti-Britney. It wasn't just that they were pro-Justin. It was that they were anti-Britney. I'm also sure he was probably facing pressure from his camp to take a certain position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he had to do that, though. He was also super young at the time. They were, like, the same age. So it's just hard. Have you listened to the You're Wrong About, the Janet Jackson? I love You're Wrong About, but I haven't listened to that one yet, but I need it's to. really good. And basically, I can't remember all the details, but... Basically, Justin Timberlake ended up getting away with that, and Janet Jackson took the majority of the blame. I I do remember that that ended Janet Jackson's career, basically. Like, she was, to be fair, was she a popular person at the time? No. Like, it was definitely her, like, comeback situation. But that's what Britney is doing right now. So, it's, it's basically what Britney... Gwen Stefani, uh, the people who were very popular when we were in junior high, this is their comeback tour type of situation. Mm -hmm. So like, no wonder Janet Jackson was like trying to do something because she needed to find a way to connect with the next generation. Unfortunately for her, the way that the situation ended up is she took the brunt of the hit and Justin just kind of went off scotch-free, which is where I have like problems because that's where I'm like, oh, I'm a Justin fan but in the sense of like I loved and sank. But now that I'm thinking back to it, at the time I was fully team Justin, I never even thought about the fact that her tit was fully exposed on, on TV. I never even thought about why would she do that? Like, I, I don't know. It's also just like, okay, like whether or not that was planned or not, um, mm-hmm. two people are involved. So yeah. Why would it's, one person. It's shocking. It's just like, so obviously the sexism in Hollywood. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. these women who are stars are people that have to be kind of manhandled and they need handlers and they need people to keep them in check. While these men can run around and party and break laws and get arrested and... Well, I mean, look at what just happened with Shikari Richardson. She just became um, 
you know, she just got accepted into the Olympics and now they're saying they're not going to let her go because she tested positive for marijuana. Her mom died two weeks before she ran that race. I don't care what is wrong and what is going on in your life. I don't care if it's the Olympics. Your mother dying is going to take precedent. And if you have to smoke a little weed, especially because for the entirety of my life, you have told me that weed makes you lazy and slow and is the worst thing you can do for yourself. Why are you punishing her for her for that? Also, a big reason Britney Spears shaved her head was because she was afraid she was going to test positive for weed in that weird custody battle. Exactly. And it's so shocking, those things that I never understood until now. Because no, like... Like, who would... <laughs> Yes, yeah. these people are in the public eye, but no, they're not telling us everything. For you to think that you know every detail of this person's life inside and out, is if you were that famous, would you tell every single person every detail about your life? No. So I why mean, is it like so un- unthinkable that these people are different different people in private of course they are because if they were the exact same person in both of those situations they would be a psychopath well here's my issue with the olympics the olympics has uh banned the swim caps for the uh black women here they have banned that any activism will take place. They've basically censored the athletes. So I'm sorry. Why? But Why? Like, like, I'm just sick of all these people who are afraid of cancel culture while we are literally censoring people. We're saying you can't perform at your job as a fucking world-class athlete. Like we're literally saying like you're an athlete shut up and be an athlete like it's all about control mm. the end of the day it's, it's ridiculous i i just I, if i were in britney spears's position i would be concerned if i wasn't also breaking the fuck out of people's windows because yeah if you're going to hound me all day long i'm going to lose my shit sorry well with like we see this pattern with like britney spears with janet jackson with these women athletes it's like just shut up and sing or just shut up and run do what you're supposed to do get in line like you're causing too much trouble like why can't you just like you have this position of power and all this privilege just shut up and do what you're told just shut up and do shut up and do what we told you to do and it's like and i think athletics in general is just gonna have to have a real come to jesus moment because like they need to address like what they're going to do about transgender athletes and where they fit in and uh, like mm-hmm. maybe new yeah. attitudes about performance enhancing drugs and what those are and what those aren't like um, steroids. Cool. I understand if you don't want people on steroids doping. Yes. <laughs> but, but okay. I, I, we really went off the Britney topic. Like, Brittany, a lot is happening. Like, just in general, a lot is happening. I don't know. I, uh, 
I feel so bad. I feel so bad for her. I feel bad because as someone who literally from the beginning has loved her, I feel so bad that I was so mean to her in like 2006 to 2009. Totally, totally, totally. But it was just a different culture, you know? It was so different. And I'm, I will say I'm, I'm glad to know that I have grown as a person because yeah. I have very distinct moments of time where I can look back to how I used to think and say, holy shit. Yeah. So, okay. Well, with that, Allie, do you want to talk about our highs and lows? Yeah, sure. Um, we we support Brittany. What's your high? What's your high and the low of the week, my friend? Um, my uh, this week's high. I mean, I'm really excited to be starting a new job. Um, I am excited. To try to start a new, more stable section of my life, hopefully. I I, I don't know. Um, but that that's my high. I'm really excited for the very, very new or very close future. You're excited to see how things unfold. Yeah, I'm also terrified to see how things unfold. Okay. Do I think that they're going to go bad? No. I I have a hard time saying no confidently just because every time I think something's going good, like I get knocked, yeah. knocked down a peg. So I am uh, cautiously optimistic about my excitement for my new role. So, oh, wait, my high. I cannot believe I didn't say this. I have downloaded so many expansion packs on the sims and it's not something i've ever been able to do is at will buy a sims expansion pack and it is i think i'm going to try to buy every expansion pack for sims 4 just because i just bought interior decorator and i am losing my shit Nice. That's, that's living your best end. life over there. That is the end of my rant. What did you say? So living your best life over there. Trying. Am I actually? Nah. That seems okay. I think you're doing all right. <laughs> doing what I can. Exactly. What about you? What are your highs? Your lows? Your mead? Meads? Your, your mids? Your mids. My high would have to be that um what would my high be i always have a really hard time because i do have fun things that happen and good things that happen what about surfing you just went surfing i mean i just i did just go surfing which was really fun um and the waves were really good but i got that shit beaten out of me out there i had seaweed in my hair looked like a real mermaid um no, I'm actually having a pretty fun summer, besides the fact that I'm just, like, working way too much. Yeah, what is New York like now? Because I feel like New York, uh, during COVID, COVID-teen? COVID-teen. Uh, I feel like New York during COVID is just very different, especially mid and post-COVID New York is very different than what anyone else is experiencing, because 
you're literally the hot spot for it yeah. because there's so many people. Well, New York is a, a place of extremes because we kind of closed down overnight and then we yeah. opened. Like one day everything was closed. The next day we're at full capacity. Okay. I'll be honest. I'm glad that you felt that way as someone who lives there because I felt that way as someone hearing about it. But I was like, ah, like... Maybe I didn't hear about the things, uh, but like, I mean, in some pla- in some ways it was kind of like a slow open, but in other ways it was like it went from like twenty percent capacity inside, six feet apart, to like no restrictions. You can do whatever be you on want. top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, we have we have talked about so much stuff. We have ranted. I mean, obviously, you can tell this is an episode where. Uh, Allie and I have not really got a chance to even talk to each other, so we've probably ranted quite a bit throughout the episode. But um, I think as a whole, we're going to start trying to get back onto a more recent schedule. Or more, I think our our goal is three episodes a month, maybe, maybe two two to three episodes a month. Um, but yeah, we would love if you would share our podcast, share us, share like us. us like us um rate you, and review you can uh like us rate review us on apple podcasts apple the i store the oh, internet please. find us on the internet we'll be there we're on the internet tag us tag us involve us uh you can talk to us on uh instagram at not another millennial pod you can email us uh not another millennial pod at gmail.com. And those are probably the best two places to get us right now. We are also on TikTok and Twitter, but not really. We have an account. We just don't post. So if you got if you guys start following us, we'll start posting on there. There you go. I mean, to be fair, I'll probably just still drunk post until we get to that point. There you go. Because right now it is just me. It is just me drunk posting on a way that I don't have to drunk post it on my current Twitter or TikTok, you know? There we go. (laughs) Honesty is the best policy. Honesty is our policy. Uh, And we stand Brittany. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Peace in the streets. Peace in the streets. Peace out, Girl Scout. Lila's. (laughs) Oh, fuck.